Hello and welcome to Super Great Kids Stories, wise tales from storytellers around the world, which will make you laugh and sometimes cry. Recommended from ages 5 to 105. I'm Kim and I love stories. Hello, Super Great Kids. How are you? This is the second of two stories for this week before Christmas. If a story about a scary troll isn't for you, then you might like to listen to this German fairy tale with a happy ending. Germany has given us many wonderful fairy tales. The Frog Prince, the Pied Piper and Hansel and Gretel are just a few. This story, The Spinning Sisters, is about a girl whose mum shouts at her for not helping with the housework. I hope your grown-ups don't have to shout at you to get you to help with little jobs in the house. I wonder if you could help me by making a list of the many little tasks there are to do at home, especially if you're preparing for Christmas, while we have a quick word with the grown-ups. Here's one to start your list off. Making the bed. Hello, super great kids. I wonder how many little jobs you came up with. Tidying up? Yes. Putting clothes in the washing? Putting away the shopping? Watering the flowers? Cleaning the windows? Oh, and lots, 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 lots more. Well, one of the things people used to have to do back in the time when this story was told was to make their own thread or cotton to sew their clothes with. And to make that cotton, you needed, does anybody know? That's right, a spinning wheel. And it took quite a lot of patience to spin, which the girl in this story didn't have. Are you ready to listen? Are you sitting comfortably? Then I'll begin. Mouth open, story, jump. Once upon a time, long, long ago in Germany, there lived a girl, and that girl had a mother who was always boasting. Always boasting she was about everything her daughter could do. My daughter sings so beautifully that when she sings, the birds all fly out of the forest and sit on our roof and listen. My daughter makes such magnificent cakes and piles on so much cream and cherries that they reach all the way to the moon. My daughter sews such beautiful dresses that when she sits down to sew, all the flowers in the meadow run to our house begging to be stitched into her cloth. And so the girl's mother rabbited on and on with such silly stories that the neighbours just laughed and laughed and stopped listening to her altogether. Now, the truth was that her daughter was a little bit of a daydreamer and she didn't like baking or sewing or singing at all. What she liked to do best was snuggle up by the fire reading fairy tales. But her mum was always shouting at her to help with the housework. 
daughter? Get up, get up, get up, get up, get up. Come here right now and help me with this spinning, you lazy bag of bones, she would scream. But do you think anyone would listen to such screeching? Would you pay attention when someone talked to you like that? Of course not. She just stuck her fingers in her ears and carried on reading. Well, one day, the queen of all the land drove by the village in her carriage, heard the screeching coming from the house and stopped to check if everything was all right. Oh, yes, your majesty, said the girl's mother with a dramatic curtsy. She nearly tripped over her cat, so shocked she was to see the queen of all the land standing on her doorstep. You see, my daughter is so hard-working, I have to shout at her to tell her to stop. Why, only this morning she spun a whole barn of straw into gold, and she wants to spin on and on and on. But I can't afford the straw for her to keep spinning like that all the time. Now, the queen loved hard-working girls, and she was secretly looking for just such a girl to marry her son, the prince. In that case, said the queen, rather pleased, she can come with me. We have plenty of straw for her to spin into gold in my palace. Well, what could the poor girl do? She was taken to the palace and shown a room, piled high to the ceiling with straw. Spin this straw into gold and soon you'll be able to marry my son, the prince, said the queen, pulling out a chair for the girl to sit at the spinning wheel. Oh, the poor girl. She was both cross and scared. What has my stupid mum gone and done now, she thought. She knew she couldn't spin straw into gold. Could you? Not even if she sat there for a hundred years. But what could she do? What would you do? Well, she just stared out of the small window down into the street below and started to cry. Oh, oh. Suddenly, through the window, she saw a curious sight. Three old women came shuffling towards her. And very strange they were, too. The first one had a tongue as big as a plate, which hung down over her chin. The second had a thumb as long as a broom, and the third had a foot as big as a bus. The old women stopped outside the girl's window and looked up. Why all the tears, my precious? They asked all together. The girl sniffled a bit more. <laughs> oh, I have to spin all this straw into gold by the morning and I, I haven't a clue how to spin. Oh, that is not Difficult, is it, my sisters? Said the woman with the big tongue, drooling as she spoke. Not at all, not at all, agreed the other two. If you'll invite us to your wedding and call us your aunts and let us sit at your table, we'll spin all 
your straw into gold in no time at all, drooled the sister with the tongue. Really? Well, that is phantasmagorical, said the girl, hopping up and down in relief. Come in, come in, you can start at once. So she let the three strange women in, cleared a space in the room so they could begin their spinning. One pedalled the wheel with her giant foot, the second <laughs> licked the straw with her enormous tongue, and the third twisted the straw into thread with her super-long thumb. And skein after skein of the finely spun golden thread fell to the floor. And as they span, they sang a strange little song. One, two, three, spinning sisters are we. One, two, three, we're happy as can be. Push the pedal up and down, wind the bobbin round and round. One, two, three, spinning sisters are we. All night they worked, and in the morning when the girl woke up, behold! There were piles and piles of golden thread. Oh, thanks so much, she said. But the three old women had disappeared. When the queen arrived, she clapped her hands in delight. Oh, darling, aren't you a marvel? Don't worry, I have plenty more straw in our barn. I'll have it brought up to you. Have fun. See you tomorrow, Toodle Pip. And before the girl could protest, she was left alone with a pile of straw all the way up to the ceiling. She stared out of the window in dismay. And guess who she saw? That's right! The spinning sisters. Why all the tears, my precious? they asked. The girl cried a bit more. I now have another roomful of straw to spin into gold by the morning. Well, that is not difficult, is it, my sisters? said the woman with the big foot tapping as she spoke. Not at all, not at all, agreed the other two. If you'll invite us to your wedding, call us your aunts and let us sit at your table, we will spin the straw into gold in no time at all, she tapped with her huge foot. Yes, of course, said the girl. Come, you can start at once. And so they did. They sat down, started turning the wheel, and as they span, they sang their strange little song. Can you help me? One, two, three, spinning sisters are we. One, two, three, we're happy as can be. Push the pedal up and down, wind the bobbin round and round. One, two, three, spinning sisters are we. All night they worked, and in the morning when the girl woke up, there were piles and piles of golden thread. Thank you so much, she said. But the three old women had already disappeared. When the queen arrived, she clapped her hands in delight. 
darling, aren't you a marvel? Don't worry, I have plenty more straw in our barn. I'll have it brought up to you. Have fun. See you tomorrow. Toodle pip. And before the girl could protest, she was left alone with another pile of straw all the way up to the ceiling. She stared out of the window once again in dismay and guess who she saw? That's right, the spinning sisters. Why all the tears, my precious? they asked. The girl cried a bit more. I now have another room full of straw to spin into gold by the morning. Well, that is not difficult, is it, my sisters? said the woman with the big thumb, twirling her hair as she spoke. Not at all, not at all, agreed the other two. If you'll invite us to your wedding, call us your aunts and let us sit at your table, we will spin all the straw into gold in no time at all, she cried, twiddling her hair with her very long thumb. Well, that's wonderful. Thank you so much, said the girl. Come, you can start at once. And so they did. They sat down, started turning the wheel, and as they span, they sang their strange little song. And they got faster and faster and faster. Can you help me? One, two, three, spinning sisters are we. One, two, three, we're happy as can be. Push the pedal up and down, wind the bobbin round and round. One, two, three, spinning sisters are we. And again. One, two, three, spinning sisters are we. One, two, three, we're happy as can be. Push the pedal up and down, wind the bobbin round and round. One, two, three, spinning sisters are we. They span and they span and they span. And that night... They finished early, and as they said their goodbyes, they reminded the girl, Sleep well, and don't forget your promise. Well, when the girl showed the queen the next morning the large pile of glittering thread, the queen clapped her hands and called for the wedding planners. The prince was delighted that he was getting such a clever and hard-working wife. I wonder, said the girl, I have three aunts and because they've been very kind to me, I don't want to forget them now that I'm no longer poor. Do you think I could invite them to the wedding and let them sit at the table next to me? The queen and the prince agreed. Of course, my lovely, said the queen, your family is our family. We're all one now just as the wedding banquet was about to begin. The hall doors creaked open and everyone stopped talking as three very strange guests came into the room. The bride was as good as her word. She jumped up and ran to hug them and said, Ah, welcome, my dear aunties. Oh, my, said the prince. What, um, interesting-looking aunts you have, my dear. The first one had a tongue as big as a plate, which hung down over her chin. The second had a thumb as long as a broom, and the third had a foot 
as big as a bus. The prince shook the hand of the first one. Uh, forgive me, my auntie, he said, but how did your tongue come to be so big? By licking, my child, by licking, she said. Then he went to welcome the second with the thumb as long as a broom. Forgive me, my auntie, he said, but how did your thumb come to be so big? By threading, my child, by threading, she said. I see, he said. Then he went to greet the third auntie with the foot as big as a bus. And, uh, forgive me, my auntie, but how did your foot come to be so big? By peddling, my child, by peddling. And when the prince heard this, he vowed that his lovely princess would never again touch a spinning wheel. And that is how the girl got to marry the prince and read books to her heart's content. And the two of them lived, you've guessed it, happily ever after. And as for her mum, well, she now really did have something to boast about. My daughter is so lovely that she's married a prince and she lives in a palace full of gold and never has to work at all. But do you think the neighbours believed her? I wonder. So, that is my story. I heard it when I was a child and now you've heard it too. Mouth open. Story Jump Back In. Thanks for listening. Thanks especially to all our fans in Frankfurt and in Munich in Germany. Hmm, did you notice that that girl in the story got to marry the prince and yet she didn't actually do any work? Is that fair? Now... It's time to dip into my bag of happies and thank you for some of the beautiful pictures which you've shared with us. Thanks to siblings Gloria, who is six, and Elizabeth, who is eight, from New Carey in Texas. Gloria drew a wonderfully scary picture of El Cangrejo, the Crab King. And Elizabeth drew a sensitive picture of the snow wolf underneath a huge moon. You really convey the spaces in the Siberian Arctic, Elizabeth. Thanks to both of you. And thanks to Iris, who is five from the UK and living in Virginia in the US. Iris sent an imaginative picture of the story Rooster Finds Gold. The rooster has the most marvellous feet. Thanks for sharing that, Iris. You really made us laugh. And thanks very much to Bella, who is six and living in Spain. Bella has drawn a magnificently scary picture of the beast who wants a feast. I loved his long arms and his red eyes. And Lucian, who is in the US, sent a fabulous picture of Nora and the Aki fruit. 
I love the way you've drawn the river with lots of colours in it and the shapes of the leaves on the Aki tree, Lucian. Thank you for sharing that. And thanks to Cadence for a moving picture inspired by the magic orange tree from Haiti. I love the girl's big eyes and her shy smile and all the markings on the tree. Really good details, Cadence. Thank you. And seven-year-old Luna in Canada sent a vibrant picture inspired by how the birds got their colours. I love the way you've drawn the birds who are each taking their bits of colour from the rainbow snake. Thanks, Luna. And five-year-old Clem drew a magnificently scary picture of Baba Yaga the witch sitting in her cauldron with her broom in her hand. She's even added black hearts and a black goose sitting on Baba Yaga's roof. Thanks, Clem. You really listened well to that story and got all those details. And thanks to Lyria, who is six, from Portland in Oregon, who sent us a beautifully designed and sensitive Snake King picture. Really imaginative, Lyria. Thank you. Goodness, what talented children you are. I like to think that one day you'll be the storytellers telling your versions of folk tales on Super Great Kids Stories. If you've sent in a beautiful picture but haven't yet been thanked, Try to be patient, we will get there. Thanks to Leah and James in the US who gave our stories glowing reviews on Apple Podcasts. That put a wag in our tails. And a very big thank you to all our subscribers. We just couldn't make this podcast without your help. So thanks to Bella and Jack who got us a hot chocolate on Kofi and to supporter Elizabeth and her children Una and Finn for supporting us on Patreon. For more details about how to subscribe, go to our website on supergreatkidsstories.com. We'd love to see more of you join our club. If you're supporting us on Apple and would like a mention, do let us know. We're not able to see your names through Apple Podcasts. That's it for this week. Keep telling those stories to anyone who will listen. And maybe you could entertain people at home by learning a story to share over the holidays. There's a thought. I'll see you next week. Ooh, Christmas Eve. And we have a new storyteller, Nick Hennessy, to share a special Christmas Eve story. This podcast was produced at Wardour Studios in London.